0: Welcome to Half My Age, a weekly show in which a 25-year-old adult and a 50-year-old child help each other make sense of the world. Andrew. Mrs. Philholm, what's going it's on? It's been a
1: minute, well... It's good to be back because I want you to know, I should look it up exactly, but even a couple of weeks ago, I got a message from reader at home, Jessica, who said, I need you guys to record another podcast because I need to know if you got your Lululemon tights, cliffhangers. (laughs) (laughs) And I promised we would record again. And then, yeah, it's just been busy for both of us, I expect. Missed you, but... um, Anyway, here we are, and I did get my Lululemon tights. They just sent a new batch of them, and they're delightful.
0: The um, First of all, Lululemon, wonderful. I think we talked about how I've got some mm. sweatpants I've had for a long time. Mm-hmm. They're great. Um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot more to contribute on that other than the fact that Delaney did buy me a – uh, not Lululemon. I always joke and say it's Mariah Carey, but she reminds oh. me that's not, it's Fabletics. Do you know that? Brand? Oh yeah.
1: Fabletics. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's uh, Goldie Hahn's daughter.
0: Yeah. She, she got me a pullover from Fabletics and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's on par with my Lululemon stuff. And I really, like I that. have I've heard
1: been- that. And I know that I once guessed long ago that I asked Delaney if those were Fabletics leggings that she was wearing. And indeed they were. And I have heard that, that they are on par and like a fraction of the cost.
0: I think so. Well, they do this dumb thing, and it just pisses me off. It's a mm-hmm. um, subscription service. It's a subscription, and you can cancel y- your order every month. You can push it out to the next month or whatever. But if you forget to push out your order, mm-hmm. if you forget mm-hmm. to cancel, then mm-hmm. you uh, you inadvertently buy, like, a $50 gift card
1: um, ah, that, that
0: you have to use it another time. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's totally a racket.
1: And it's um, it's totally a wreck, and it's against everything I believe in my life because I am looking for the two pair of leggings that, like, I wish I could just have that and nothing else in my closet. I don't like to keep buying clothes. Yeah, at I all. don't either.
0: I don't either. But Uh-oh. I find uh, my my clothing, my wardrobe was last updated several years ago, and now mm-hmm. my pants are starting. You know, I'm wearing through the crotch in them. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's time. It's good for look. That's sexy. mm yeah. Update. Mm-hmm,
1: uh, mm-hmm. You know, I that's need, how I, I do. Andrew. And, the, mm-hmm. and in the in the pandemic, I have just made do with things and bought very few new things because why would I Right, We're not going anywhere. I don't have a job. So, yeah, at, at such time, like I need new skorts. There's no doubt about it. And I've been going through my skorts and going, all right, half of these are just threadbare practically. But again, where where? why do I need more than a skort right now? Mm-hmm. Don't. Anyway, and the truth is, Lululemon. Let's see. No, that's actually not what happened. There was a lot of customer service back and forth in that annoying way where first it's with the robot and then you get a person, but you only get that person live via text for 25 minutes. And like, say, if you're driving, which I was the first time it happened, I just couldn't respond and so had to come back and have a conversation again. And they said, "Okay, we're just going to replace your order after we've investigated and, you know, it's just been lost Joe keeps saying that someday I'm going to find I'm going to see somebody in my neighborhood walking around with my original order because oh, it definitely sure. got delivered somewhere else. Um okay, so cuz I did look on my doorbell camera it was not delivered. I there were other packages delivered that day it simply didn't come to my house. Okay. So, also, don't we mourn the days? Don't we lament the days when and I still do it if you got a package that's delivered to you and it's the wrong address but it's you know maybe they delivered it to Verbena Street instead of Valentia Street you, you take it over you know what i mean you take right. the package over uh huh um anyway so <laughs> I, I had a to have story another about that all right Go ahead. Let me, me just finish yours. this. Okay. Right. So again, while I'm up in the mountains, um, having a wonderful weekend away. I'm dealing with the Lululemon people on the horn again, because this is the time when I'm sitting in an outdoor patio and I have to have this conversation now. And then actually the upshot was, okay, we can send you the one pair that you ordered, but the other pair is completely out of stock. We just don't have it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so they, I can't even, how the hell did it? I think I just said, refund my money. And so they put it back in the gift card, and then I went to the actual store and tried them on, which you should do anyway – no, let's see. They sent me the one pair, and I ordered a size too big because I'm smaller on the bottom than I think. So I ended up having to take those. It was a saga, and I don't care. That is the point of how I was a spoiled little bitch because I had just in passing mentioned <laughs> I need a pair of really good leggings that aren't Costco, you know, that I can just count on to not fall down. Old and reliable. then I got them for Christmas. Old reliable golden boy. And so I – um. Anyway, so that's what happened is that I was spoiled, and in the act of being spoiled, it required so much maintenance and a trip to the mall that made us both a little bit angry because that store sucks. It sure
0: does. (sighs) So uh, you know those, those people there. Uh, they're not called employees, they're not called mm. assistants they're are they called, partners? no, they're educators they're gonna, oh yes, I
1: did that's right. I was speaking to my educator
0: uh, educa- mm-hmm. about how you uh you know mm-hmm. how how mm-hmm. this material can mm-hmm. change your life and your lifestyle mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: It's like me, I mean really, master's in curriculum and instruction. I am also an educator, and yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was talking to educator Maria about my stuff that is correct. What I don't like is the people in the store because like we were standing in line and I was getting hot, and it was just I hate being in the mall and like up there, have like they were there were people in front of us having discussions about what size bag they wanted to take home. <laughs> I mean, like shopping bag. Oh, okay. Hated them. All right, tell me your story about um, delivering packages because you're a nice human being. Yeah, well, no, not
0: because I'm a nope. nice human being. I was nope. on the I was on the receiving end of an undelivered package, much like yourself. Mm-hmm. It was uh, little rubber things to put on the bottom of the bar stools so we don't scratch the floor. Oh, do you have bar stools now? I sure
1: do. This is huge news. Carry on.
0: Yeah, so we we ordered these things. It's like eight bucks, not a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but they went to our neighbor's house, and our neighbor has a uh, ring doorbell thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I
0: know they went to the neighbor's house because now Amazon sometimes when they deliver the package, they take a picture yeah. of the package yeah. on your porch. Yeah, and it's clearly not our porch the, in this picture. Oh. It's a it's a you know a, a blue house. Our house is not blue. And it looks looks a lot like the neighbor's house. And so I go over there and I look and there's, you know, plain as day, the package is sitting on the neighbor's porch. And the only reason I don't go up and take it is because we're new to the neighborhood. I don't want to make an impression. And there's a camera sitting there watching me look at the package on their porch. So (laughs) I'm not going to go pick up the package off the porch while the camera watches me uh, and try to explain it to them. Uh, but they, these neighbors, they're not, uh, we, we've met once and I, it's just kind of, you know, trying to, um, you know, be a good neighbor and not be a uh-huh. creepy neighbor. And I don't, I don't know what they think about us yet. I'm trying to make a good impression. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we just left the package on their porch and then, you know, a couple of days went by and they, nothing happened with the package. So I reached out to Amazon. I said, Hey, it didn't get delivered, which is legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. I, I took a picture of our porch and said, look, the porch is not the same. Oh, yep.
1: Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they said,
0: we'll send you a new one. And then like two mm-hmm. or three weeks later, the neighbor says, oh, by the way, we, we got one of your packages. Do you mind if we bring it over? And oh, thank
1: you. <laughs> How did they tell you that? Via, do you have their number? Uh, or you like saw them in the
0: yard? I don't know if they texted us or if they rang the doorbell. I think okay, but Del- they, Del- you Delaney have exchanged
1: numbers. Okay, Delaney dealt with that. God bless her. Yeah, two <laughs> weeks. Thank you very much. Okay, bananas, whatever. I know. Funny. I have new neighbors. I saw them moving in a couple of weeks ago. They're not totally moved in, but it's a cute little couple. It's almost like if Andrew and Delaney moved in next door.
0: Is this the neighbor to your north? Yes, because a, Rafiki still that's lives quick to myself. a turnaround, right? Because you, yeah. you, you just told me when you saw us that the, the previous neighbor was no longer there. Correct. Uh, and that well, was yeah, not that I mean, long ago.
1: No. That, in fact, it took a look Well, remember, this was a quick turnaround. I bought this... I mean, I put an offer on this house the day it went on the market. And in fact, there are three other houses on my street, on my block for sale. And so this one and the one at the exact opposite corner, the south end of the block, also appears to have sold. And there are people working on it now. I can't tell if they're moving in. Oh, in fact, I was on my walk and I saw them putting in new windows maybe. And there was a guy there and I said, hi, are you? are you do you live in this house? Is this your house or are you just working on this house? And he pulled up his mask and said, I'm just working on the house. I'm like, okay, thank you. Very (laughs) not friendly. Um, So anyway, that, yeah, big doings in the neighborhood, but I'm excited because both on both ends of the block, it appears to be people who are going to take good care of the property and, you know, upgrade and that we could use some of that here on shakedown street. Totally. And there are at least two more. Yeah. There are at least two more for sale. Across the street. And yeah, but I mean, to me, it actually felt like a longer turnaround than I expected because mine was so fast um, and houses generally have been being snapped up really quickly. But anyway, I'm very excited. I just briefly met them and then went home and practiced their names a million times so I wouldn't forget. (laughs) And their dog, they have a dog who's named Scout and he's cute. Um, And I have a part-time dog now. I don't know if you know that.
0: I've heard about your part-time dog. Yeah. That's probably the best way to have a part-time dog.
1: Yeah. Best this is his country estate. This dog likes my house cuz it's the country estate. <laughs> and um he really does. He you know, it's his it's his country home here on East Colfax, but he has a yard cuz his other his real home is downtown and you know he has like downtown real, real urban real life, living upstairs
0: downstairs kind of stuff where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know you've got the the flat in london where you've only got the mm-hmm. uh, you know room for six or seven servants and then you've mm-hmm. got the country estate where you and mm-hmm. the, you know you have people come and visit for weeks at a time mm-hmm. i like mm-hmm. that but
1: it's exactly you, like that you've been and the setting space yourself up identical. for that since
0: the very beginning with your your map oh. of the dollhouse right i mean it's it's always yeah. been an english garden
1: I do. I have to do a new wayfinding system because I haven't updated it since all the work I did this summer. Yeah, it's like that, except that I have not been setting myself up to have any extra room for any other people or animals in my... It is so small here. You realize that when you have somebody you want to hang out with on the reg, it's like, holy cow, this is a house for one small woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, there's that. But... um, You want to know, we've already talked about Joe, do you want to know what a spoiled bitch I am? Andrew, I know how much you love to talk about bodily functions. Uh, Joe installed an identical matching uh, bidet toilet seat at his place so that I never, ever have to wipe my butt again. Oh, that's so sweet. I mean, isn't that true love? For (laughs) real, like that is serioso. I never have to sit on a cold toilet seat again in my life as far as I'm concerned. Spoiled, spoiled, spoiled. That's really true. Right? I know. How are you anyway? I'm doing well. Work's
0: good. Life's Ooh. good. Time keeps on slipping. Uh, you know, I, I, Into the uh, future is what I understand. I mm-hmm, just realized mm-hmm. that I've been at my new job for three months. I just had my
1: 90-day Ooh. review. Ooh. Uh, that's a good – well, that's a marker that's important because now you get better benefits. No, I had good benefits from the beginning. Um, oh, right. And I was – it's remember. actually
0: normal um, – Uh, you know, they do, they do twice a year reviews and my 90 days coincided with the twice a year review. Um, Mm. and my boss told me, he said, since you've only been here for three months, we're not going to give you your six month review, which would be an opportunity for a little bonus or a raise. Didn't get Mm. that.
1: No. <laughs> well, it doesn't it only makes sense. Yeah, that's just time keeps on slipping, slipping, and I just keep getting more and more flush letters from jobs that I apply for. It's delightful. Oh my God, Andrew. Mind-numbing um depression over that. However, comedy is back in such a way that is so wonderful. I mean, I'm on a high right now because we had another great, almost sold-out show last night. My my um Friday night show, which is paying customers and makes me I mean, seriously, way more money than I ever thought I'd make in comedy, and it has been selling out. And I think we're just getting um, some updates now that we – probably we don't have to be at such reduced capacity. We can probably sell a few more seats. That's uh, awesome. Denver just went to yellow.
0: I saw, I saw the, um, another county went to yellow. I don't know what that means.
1: that means. I don't either. That
0: means the restaurants can have more, more people inside.
1: I think so. Mm -hmm. Fewer restrictions. And I don't get why because it feels like other places are spiking and they're still... I don't get it. I don't care. I just follow the rules. It's very confusing. And it has been for, gosh darn it, well nigh a year now. But um, anyway, so that like the comedy show is so good. And it remains true that I get to book people who would maybe normally not be available because they would be at Comedy Works or they would be touring. And so our audiences are so lucky and. It's just, you should come and see the show because it's very, it's very quality. It really is. I only have generally three comics plus myself on. So it's not a slog. We get you in, we get you out. Um, Everybody's happy. And it's, I mean, like laugh so hard it hurts. It's really been great. It's really been great. And I'm on a high from that. That is delightful. And hey, it's nice to see every week, um... Ticket Leap makes a nice, healthy deposit into my bank account, which is the direction it needs to be going (laughs) in. Holy cow. I mean, and I've still got a few voiceover jobs and stuff, but I don't get it. And I, I just upgraded and linked into the premium account because maybe there's a better way to be doing these jobs. But, I mean, I was getting there for a while. I was, you know, I was second place or top three finalists for a couple of jobs that felt like real and good enough. And lately I'm getting robo flesh letters for jobs that like, we've talked about it on this program, that need my, re, ask for preferred qualifications, my actual master's degree. Why I'm not getting more than a robotic look, I, I cannot know. And it is, it's crippling. It's anxiety producing. I'll tell you what, it's It's bizarre. Yeah, It's bizarre. I mean, and I, who knows? Who knows?
0: So I I know someone who's in the job search other than you. And they said that, you know, from November through like a a couple weeks ago, there is nothing, right? And part of that is Mm -hmm. the holidays. Part of that Mm -hmm. is COVID. Part of that is a Mm -hmm. lot of things um and they said that uh, just in the last week or so there've been a lot of new job openings that didn't exist it sounds like the number of jobs available people are hiring again right we're we Seems of like holidays. it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seems like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt that actually right after the holidays and now here we are in February. I thought for sure by the end of January I was going to have a big girl job and um you know, happily ready to do it, but I don't <laughs> I sure don't it 's just weird, I mean working on the comedy is great, and i've been mm, i've been reaching out to a couple of the truth is, if I had one more spot in Denver that could regularly sell like this place does, and really they keep it classy. Our first night back, the service was terrible, and they were just coming back to it and and you know we had to ask for everybody 's patience but other than that it's been lovely. if I could have one more venue. Where I could consistently sell you know fifty tickets a week, like on a Sunday or something mm-hmm. it's almost like a real job. I mean it's truly almost almost enough. It's just that I need I would love someone else to pay my benefits but so i I mean I am working on all of that stuff and booking the comics and doing the graphics and doing the marketing. But again, when I have a good venue that has a good marketing team themselves and a regular email list and they promote us, I don't have to work terribly hard to get people there. And it's not my friends. You know, It's I haven't had to. The first week back, uh, one of my friends brought five other people. But they had a wonderful night. I mean, that's the other thing. I don't feel like I'm asking for a favor because it's seriously so good. And um, And Joe had six friends there as well. You know, he had a friend who brought some friends. And they all had a good night out. But other than that, it's not my friends. And that's awesome that we've built this thing and I don't have to beg my friends to come. Um, and so I've reached out, I've been reaching out to other venues and I don't mind this work at all. Right. I don't mind the hustle of it. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I just can't make it make of it. Like, why am I getting at this point? I feel like I'm not even getting any looks and maybe I really do need a resume review, except that what, three months ago I made it, like I said, to the finals and to final interview phases for jobs that were viable and just, you know, didn't get those. And that's understandable. And one in particular, the email they wrote me was so warm and so like we this was really a hard decision for us and and i believed them you know um ah it's just it uh, whatever i don't want to talk about it. it's it there's nothing to <laughs> say really it's just it's a little brutal yeah it really is uh, it's Sucks. disorienting mhm it does suck but and i should be way more anxious about it than i am sometimes i do have that deep dark night of my soul wake up in the middle of the night like ah i'm going to you know i'm going to be on the streets but I'm not, and I'm very lucky, and I have options, and I have savings, and I have a mother who supports. I have a, I have so much good in my life. Point is, that in in some ways, I should be more anxious. And the truth is, I'm feeling pretty good these days. I'm pretty darn happy and not anxious and more calm than I have been in maybe. Well, my cousin said maybe since like sixth Ever? grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's great. You yeah. You said a lot of good oh.
0: things, Mrs. Philholm. It's I know. It's kind of irregular for you to uh, feel this good or be this happy on our podcast.
1: I know. People are going
0: to think that I uh, I killed the old Mrs. Philholm and brought in a, someone different.
1: I know because you want to know what else I've been doing? Hmm. Sitting on the couch and watching like a movie. <laughs> like You're, just you watching you really, a movie. You really are a
0: different person, huh?
1: That's bizarre, Andrew. I mean, I can now understand the, the point of having a television and maybe I should get at least a monitor at my house because... Oh yeah, that's kind of fun to just sit on the couch with someone you like and like just watch a movie and like laugh about it and talk about it and and not I'm not working on a hundred other things at the same time. I'm not getting up and pacing. I'm not frustrated that I have to sit there. Uh, I don't know. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. However, I am a little concerned tomorrow because I have committed to watching the Super Bowl and uh, Is that, that tomorrow. S- Seems, yeah, that seems like the kind of thing that's going to make me need to take some walks or have an alternative, maybe some cross stitching on my, on my lap or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's that that just sounds that. like a My, big... my mother's
0: taking up crocheting in a big way. She's mm. doing a lot of crocheting, mm. uh, which I've never known her to do, you know, a, mm. a new, um, a new out of the kids, uh, kids out of the house hobby, I suppose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Absolutely. What is she making? All kinds of
0: stuff. She's making a shawl. She's making a, she's making doilies, which is kind of okay. funny.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but they're beautiful. I love I love I love um, textiles. I really do. I love fabric crafts. someday she can make baby blankets for her grandchildren. Maybe that's on her mind. I believe it probably I just, is. I just that's had a conversation
0: with Delaney, and she's getting it uh, from all sides. You know, when are mm. you going to have babies? When are you going to have babies? Mm-hmm. When are you going to have babies? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't – yeah, I suppose it's uh male privilege, but I don't get that hardly ever, right? You know, if, if mm. anyone wants to talk about babies, it's usually me. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I bring that's it true. Up. Mm. It's, it's very – it's just kind of an interesting um, contrast how – uh, expectations in your mid to late 20s. Oh that's funny yeah yeah very yeah different than men.
1: Oh and I'm seeing it all over the socials like people from your class uh, have a baby's and yeah it makes me very excited to know that mm-hmm that's but I'm not gonna talk to you about it but <laughs> maybe I'll talk to Delaney No I'm kidding ooh ooh did you see that okay so I think it was our second show back um, at Ironton my Friday night show and I was at the gym also I' have been going to the gym. How you I like go that? You to the gym. What do you do at the gym? What's your go-to
0: gym workout?
1: Um, I do um, some I do some cardio warm-ups, and then I do – You do, you Joe do cardio has, warm-ups. You, are you doing jumping on jacks? On the bike. So you No, okay. no, on the bike, on the bike, because it really helps my hips. I got old lady hips, and that really helps. It's been a few days since we went to the gym. We were on a really good – we were on a really good path, and then we got off it. But we'll go back probably later today. And then I go with Joe, and Joe um, has shown me five – I think we're up to five different arm exercises, some with little free weights and some with, you know, the pulley things. Mm -hmm. And I go really slow in terms of weight because I want to feel it and I want to build up my cool muscles, but I don't want to not be able to lift a can of corn the next day. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, So going real slow, feeling very old lady. I am often the least in shape person at the whole gym. And I want to tell you how great it is to be 52 Zero fucks a given. I love it. (laughs) I don't care. I don't have cute gym clothes. I don't care. I don't care. And because I leave there feeling absolutely high, you know. Anyway, so we do our arm exercises and then we do our little yoga and stretches and my hip exercises, like actual kind of physical therapy for my I think I got some piriformis going on in my hips. Plus, it all goes back to my hips started really getting in bad shape again when I stomped out the fire in my kitchen. That's a true story. <laughs> I pulled the muscle in my butt and then I suffered for it a lot. Um, okay, so then we do that. It's so funny. And then we ride the bike again at the end for, you know, a few minutes. It's really not very hardcore, but I'm very proud of myself. Why was I telling you that? Oh, I was at the gym and Joe wasn't in town he was flying and I, or he was coming back from a trip, something, and I got a message in the gym, while I was at the gym, an email that said, hi, this is Alex, last name was redacted. And he said, do you remember teaching me? I don't know if you remember, but you taught my brother and me at Mullen High School. But yeah, of course I remember you guys. I know your parents. Um, And he said, uh, it looks like your comedy show is sold out. Just wondering if it's really sold out, if we can get tickets at the door, or are you oh, doing this nice. every week? And I happened to know that two of the people who had bought tickets were not coming that night for a variety of reasons. I just knew we had actual two empty spots, so I said, "You should come. I've got two tickets for you at the door." And I got to see this kid. He's your class, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember and vividly. We yeah, sat yeah, yeah, next to and, each other and it was, and it was. Did you, oh sure, your yeah. Well, that last <laughs> name with redacted. But um, it was so totally fun because I and I said to him, "Of course you can come. Of course I remember you. Uh, you can come if you do not mind." watching your former Catholic high school English teacher tell dirty jokes. And he's like, it'll be great. So I started, I did it. I started Getting as I last often last words,
0: do. listener Alex.
1: <laughs> right? No kidding. Haven't seen him since. No. um, But he, 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 so I started with teenager material, bitching about my own sons. And then I said, I had to quit high school because the teenage boys draw dicks everywhere. And then, and see, you can imagine how that's a, now a setup into my whole set that comes up later. But I said, I really did teach Catholic high school. And one of my students is here. How you doing, Alex? And we talked, and right there from the stage, how are your parents? And then I said, Hey, St. John Baptist de La Salle. And he shouts out. <laughs> Pray for us. <laughs> Live Jesus in our heart forever. It was so funny, and then I was like, "Okay, you are you you ready, young man? Here we go." And then I kind of stopped looking at him because I couldn't deal with it anymore. That's and good. we Eye talked afterwards. Just makes it weird. I know. And then afterwards, he he stayed around and came back for a picture, which I sent you. And I told him how much you love hearing me tell dirty jokes. I said Andrew turns his back to me, and he knew that because he has listened to our podcast. How do you like that? Oh, I love that. I love that. Thanks for
0: listening, Uh, listener Alex. Thanks
1: for listening, reader Alex. I don't think anybody except maybe that cousin of mine is as regular a listener as they used to be because people lost their commutes and things like that. I've heard from a lot of people like, oh, I'm behind on your podcast. But then they were clamoring for an update. So here we are. (laughs) That's right. I got my Lululemon tights. And now, and I have bidets everywhere I go. And I just sometimes sit and watch TV.
0: Gosh, you've changed so much. No,
1: No, but I have. And it's funny. Seriously, my cousin was like, somebody else, another friend of mine said, you seem, I don't want to say, what did she say? not relaxed. Whatever she said, she goes, I don't want to say that because it sounds like you've been manic and you're not. And I went, oh no, no, no. Right. Because we all know about me. Like, does she ever sit still? And like I was saying at the time, like 80% of that is, I'm never going to be content to just watch a movie in a day. I still kind of am not okay if I don't make something or do something every day. That's my nature. But I was saying when I met Joe, like 80% of that is just like intrinsic me and 20% is I've been, uh, yeah, if I keep moving, I don't have to face the demons or whatever. I don't think it was 80-20. I think maybe it was, I mean, maybe 50-50 and maybe even um, less that that's who I am. I, I, I can't believe how it doesn't suck to just sometimes, like I think I'm doing relaxing. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm doing relaxing. I think I'm doing relaxing. Sometimes you have to convince yourself,
0: Mrs. Philholm.
1: Well, I mean, I know I'm doing relaxing, but just to like not have the anxiety and then to not hate myself because, oh my God, I just wasted a whole night watching watching just a movie. And I'm still being pretty productive in terms of, really, I mean, the content that I put out, the comedy that I write, the stuff that I'm doing, it's still quite a lot. I still, as we used to say, get more accomplished in a day than most people. I don't think that's true. I think now I get... Less
0: accomplished. <laughs>
1: Less than most people? Okay. Maybe, maybe. Or maybe the normal amount of things that I do in a day. But I don't very often have those days where it's like I have to force myself to fall asleep. It's also the pandemic has done that to so many people, right? It has slowed the pace of life down. Yeah. It has slowed the pace of life down. There aren't three mics a night to go to right now. And um, that's part of it, right? The The grind is different. In comedy, and listen. Every Wednesday night, I'm hosting an open mic that is such a grind. But I also I made a cool contact at the last one. More on that later. But there, I'm having a meeting this uh, Wednesday with the guy who was at my open mic who has serious credits, serious credentials, and reached out to me afterwards saying, "Would you like to collaborate on something? I like your energy and stage presence." That's great to hear.
0: You'll have that.
1: Right. We're all just looking for the big break, Andrew. I'm 52 (laughs) years old and I'm still hustling like that. But I spent a lot of time not hustling. Also, my son George wrestled last night and I got to watch him live streamed. How'd he do? He did great he didn't win Um, and it was literally right before he I went on stage at my show we had had it on on our phones like just streaming it just in case just in case couldn't really tell when he was going to go up and whatever and there were two different screens and and then literally right um, the show should start at 630 and it was about 630 I was waiting for the venue to turn off the music and I was going to take the stage and then I was in this little green room they have set up for us and the other comics got to watch me watch a couple of minutes of my son wrestling and they were like wow that's crazy and yeah no it's a visceral thing watching your, your kid wrestle. Even when he's he can't hear me, and even when you're in the gym with him, like he can hear you, but a yell from my gut, you know? Um, <laughs> but I was proud of him. That was his first actual match, collegiate match, and he did not win, but I think he's got to be proud. And he went out looking tough, and he he got the first point. And, you know, I mean, he I know the nerves there were huge for him because this is a goal he only admitted to himself that he could have— Within the past year, and he and he did it. Even if he never wins a match, he accomplished something huge, and it's been really, really great to see that. I did go down and visit him a couple of weekends ago mm-hmm. because I could tell he was struggling a little bit and maybe needed some attention and mommy time. Now, I want to tell you, I went to the coldest state, the coldest point in the state. Where is right? that? Gunnison.
0: Gunnison is the coldest point in the state. Is that factual or anecdotal? Yeah.
1: Watch, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty factual, like almost every night. If you look at the weather for years, my mom has always I know this through my mother and she's never wrong um, that it's the coldest (laughs) point in the state. And so we went down there and um, we took my part time dog to see him because that's, you know, dog therapy. George likes dogs. Uh, It was terrible because you're in COVID. So nothing's open. You can't gather any place except a few restaurants. There's nothing to be open anyway, right? No, but like in the before times there would be like. Gee, we could have gotten bar. a place like at a – yes, or a lodge or, you know, like sit around the fire or – right, even in his dorm area, um, you know, there would be like like a common room where we could just go hang out, bring the dog in, and he could pet the dog. It was like finding the few restaurants which were open. We had a fine enough time, but it was like, ugh, <laughs> ugh. I mean it was a lot of um, – mm-hmm. it was it was a pretty – it was fine. But we did also understand what he says. One day he was walking to his class in the morning, and it was negative 17 degrees. Ooh, that's a that's a lot of negative degrees. It's a lot of negative degrees. And then, like, two days later, it was 20 degrees, and he was telling us that they were all walking around in shorts. And we experienced <laughs> that because the last day we were there, it was, like, 22 degrees, but it was sunny and no wind. And we were like, Whoo, I'm taking off my coat. I want to go play in the park. Holy cow. I remember in uh, yeah. college
0: when it'd get to be uh, March and you get like a, a 50 mm-hmm. degree day and suddenly the sundresses are out and the. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> hacky sacks. <laughs> Sunbathers. Hammocks. <laughs> yep. Oh, totally. And the funny thing to me, when, when you went to DU and I realized it at that time, that it looks exactly the same as it did when I went to college. That's exactly what happens on every college campus. The sundresses and the bikinis, for that matter, come out and everybody's, yeah, playing frisbee and. Hammocks sprout in trees like like rare fruit, and yeah, I know. <laughs> Funny, it is, and it's that, it, that's that's time eternal. Well, I've been getting very winter blah about it, but I realized like last year it was during the t- pandemic, right? We, the shutdown happened in March, and in March I know I was working in my backyard in my swimsuit. So that's just around the corner. I know. I'm looking forward to it. Golly, me too. And the days are getting longer, which is fantastic. Love that. Yeah. You know, Anyway, so yeah, we live in hope, don't we, Andrew? We certainly do. Uh, I feel like there's another update for you. What, what? Anyway, you got anything else?
0: Nothing in particular. I'm I'm still noodling over the fact that you've been going to the gym and and doing your exercises. Mm. You've been doing a little cardio warm up on the bike. Mm. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. I'm 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 uh, jealous isn't the right word. Uh, it makes me feel bad about myself. Is what it does. Mm. Right? If, well, if Mrs. Yeah. Phil mm-hmm. can get her ass in the gym, why can't I get mine?
1: Well, I also want to, as you know, I told you about discussing our recording time. I'm back on comedy schedule where I stay up way too late and get up way too I feel like a lazy slob. That's partly why we decided we have to go to the gym at least some of the time. Do not mistake me that I'm becoming a gym rat or getting into shape, okay? I'm also <laughs> eating so much Food because Joe is actually a really good cook and you know that's what people do. They eat meals. I've come to understand. And not my super thing. You know how it is. Turn on computer backup, select folders for automatic backup to your Dropbox account. Why is it showing me that right now? It just popped up. No, not now. Um I have been eating like a regular. I'm like pretty regular, sure I've gained like weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, meals. At a dinner time. So I feel personally so gross. Oh, yeah. We were on a walk and we saw this couple like they had just done some amazing stair run and they were like high fiving each other. And, you know, she beat him in some obvious little competition they were having and they were just fit and whatever. And we're like, "Uh, we have done nothing today except eat breakfast. (laughs) And they had just accomplished a lot. I don't care. So don't let it. Listen it's it's a step in the right direction of not completely being a slug and understanding that at this age, I do too, but that's because I ate quiche for breakfast and it's still weighing <laughs> on me at three o'clock in the afternoon because breakfast was at noon, to be honest. Um, yeah, no, it's also understanding that at my age, at this age, in this economy, Andrew, uh, if I don't move it, I'll lose it. You know, that's another thing. And I was seriously, my hips were getting really painful. And I know for a fact that riding a bike is one of the things you can do to help that
0: that's really interesting i know delaney she has trouble with her hips from from years of dancing and i Mm -hmm. wonder i wonder if cycling is the answer to that hip pain
1: cycling swimming and yoga is my understanding cycling swimming and yoga the trifecta yep but also (laughs) we're dating during a pandemic so we also do things like gingerbread house for four hours (laughs) <laughs> I think I told you we made snowflakes, paper snowflakes. The other night we did pottery, just like hand rolling, you know, hand building stuff. Um, yeah, just I like dumb, like nothing good.
0: Sorry. Uh, there's a show on HBO because we got ourselves an HBO Go Max, whatever subscription. And okay. it's a it's like Great British Baking Show, but it's pottery, which is really what? fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun what? to watch. It's not particularly uh, well made. And there's, there's a male What's it judge- called? Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can
1: find this. Is it Potters Who Compete? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, used to say this. Like, why is there not a reality channel or television program dedicated to pottery like there is to every other thing? There what? I want to go watch great that. Great
0: Pottery Throwdown, and it's on HBO Max. Oh. oh. Well, I don't want to get HBO Max. There's actually, okay, so there's a lot of good stuff on HBO. I think HBO has been snapping up content as it leaves Netflix and as it leaves, you know, a lot of a lot of things I mm. forgot existed uh, seem to be huh. on HBO Max.
1: Okay, I don't need one more subscription to anything right now, but that really, I'm very interested in that. Maybe I can find it on YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Great pottery throwdown, I'm sure. Do I'm they, sh- is it, like, what are the competitions? Like, throw the the thinnest pot or the heaviest pot or the... Throw it blindfolded and stuff, so the the show is in segments it's in three parts
0: there's like a big challenge uh and it could be they hand build like garden statues, and the requirements are it needs to be at least five feet tall and it needs cool. to be free standing um and then they've got some some competitions on the i think there's a competition on the wheel every time, and the guy sure. The male host is a master potter, so he demonstrates a technique. One of, the, one of the things he does is they have to throw a globe, and they get judged on its perfect roundness and how well it's closed and that sort of thing. Do they slice it open to check wall thickness? They certainly do. Yes. Uh, and then there's a guy, the kind of unsung wow. hero of the show. He doesn't get a whole lot of screen time. They've got a kiln master. And yeah. he takes all of these things that they built, and he stacks them up so delicately in the kiln. And oh, mm-hmm. they do raku one week. It's it's very fun. Fun. And there's there's multiple oh. seasons. I've only watched one, but it's good. It's it's good wholesome British television.
1: Holy cow! It's that's I that's a dream of mine is to have that. And in fact, that was one of the fun things of teaching pottery um, when I subbed and taught it to you guys a little bit. It was a fun because the boys always liked it. You know, I mean, really, some of the most most athletic high school boys, right. including think- my son George, are good potters and the and the and boys not to be binary about it, but like generally enjoy a competition. So I remember like it was fun to give you guys like um a challenge or uh yeah, like let's yeah, like throw this and who can make the thinnest walls. And I remember one kid, it was cute, he goes, Mrs. Philholm, watching you throw is demoralizing just because <laughs> I'm better at it than you. I my skills are probably gone now. I haven't thrown in a long time. I was thinking we might do that soon. As it gets a little warmer, it's still pretty unpleasantly cold out in the studio to throw. But um, oh, that sounds so fun! I w- I'm very interested in that, and that's I've always said that. I used to say that to tell, like, why don't they have that? Like, they have a whole golf channel. Why don't they have a pottery channel? And oh, he would totally. go, uh, because not that many people are interested in pottery. Well, okay, I'm that good. Good for the Brits. Good
0: for them. Do you know the the funny thing about it? So these people, they're all amateurs. None of them are professional potters. It's all, um, you know, people. People uh, like this one guy came home from war, was having trouble adjusting. Uh, his wife says, go get a hobby. So he buys a kiln and puts it in the garage and now Ooh. is just producing these amazing things. And he's got this this wonderful, um, you know, turned it into a, a profitable side hustle, making these pots in his garage. And it's very sweet. And of course, like with all of these shows, you know, they give you a little background and they tell him why they tell you why pottery is so important to this particular
1: individual uh, it, it's just good wholesome entertainment. That's cool. It's like Project Runway for pottery. Is it a is it a bracketed competition and people get kicked off? Yep, somebody leaves every Fun. week. Fun. Oh, somebody so leaves jealous. the pottery, which
0: I didn't realize. You know, pottery is uh, you know items, but it's also place. Uh, the the place where a person makes pottery is called yes. a pottery.
1: Huh. A pottery. That's cool. Oh, okay, well, I'm gonna have to look for that. Do you think that they would? Do you think I could compete? I wouldn't trust my skills to be on it i'm actually a finalist right now for a reality show it's a home improvement show did i tell (laughs) you about that no (laughs) (laughs) they're shooting it in (laughs) they're shooting it in denver they were looking for colorado homeowners and this started the process started probably like early november and somebody came over and did measurements on my house and i went through a background check this week i haven't said anything to you because i haven't talked to you but also because i'm not a hundred percent sure i want to do it even if they even if I get selected, I think I'm going to be selected and they're going to make me an offer. The The deal is they want to, home improvement, you know, redesign a room. Uh-huh. And mine would be the West Portico, my outdoor three-season porch, as sure, some people and call And this is, this is a competition-style show as well? So no. Okay. Mm-mm. It's yeah. they come and renovate it. And it's just one of those, I don't know, you know, they come in and they tell the little story of my life and... Ugh, I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, I'm not sure I want to do it because I am worried about. I'm just worried about lack of um, uh, control of my image and something being out there on Netflix. That what if I don't like it? You know? Yeah. What if What if it? What, well, I mean, we've yeah, talked a lot. I, I don't.
0: <laughs> you want to be in control of your image, but then you go up on stage and say raunchy things in front of strangers. Yeah, but I, I know I, who's I feel in the like crowd. This, this particular uh, show. You know, (laughs) they have to try pretty hard to be different or or Give you a worse, well, a worse public I'll tell image. you off
1: air that my actual concern about it. I don't want to talk about it yet, but um, the, that's exactly right. Is that I am in control of though when I'm on stage, I can physically look in the room and go, My former student is here, it's up to me if I'm gonna tell raunchy jokes or not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't always last night, in fact, I felt like it was a palate cleanser. I told less disgusting jokes, I mean, slightly, a but I told cleanser. more clean stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes it's nice to get it out of my mouth, the nastiness. Um, but Uh, no, there's a, there's just an element of it that I am seriously like, I don't know. It could also help me, right? I mean, people go on reality shows and I think for sure the reason that they are interested in me and that I've gotten to the finals, because I do know one other person who went through the original audition interview, whatever you want to call it, and didn't get selected. So that's why I went, oh, okay, this is, they're not just telling me that they think I'm great. I keep getting interviewed by more and more people and sending pictures of my house and the area and my neighborhood and all of this. Um... I think it's because—I mean, I'm very good at it, right? I'm good at being funny and delightful, and I know how to look at the camera. And they don't want people who are trying to be actors and make their career. But, I mean, for sure, there are two reasons that I want to do it. Best-case scenario, Joe and I talked this through, is that I get amazing improvements to the— I'm just like, maybe they would figure out a way to, you know, winterize that. Maybe they'd give me a shutter solution, and maybe they'll put in a hot tub. I mean, you know, Um <laughs> then the and best case scenario is that the producer and I mean, I've looked it all up. The executive producer, I've, I've run it by a couple of people. It's a legit production company. Um, you know, they're not shooting a porn in my basement kind of thing. Uh, but best case scenario is that and that I mean, seriously, people have launched other careers or gotten other gigs. I could put it on my reel. I could put it on my website if there's it any could be a professional amount reality of,
0: TV person. That that Uh, seems to be a viable career path. It's a viable career path. The same faces on every show.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Or I put it on my, you know, my reel and then get booked at club, whatever. It's it's a line item on my resume. Okay. That's best case scenario and And worst case scenario. All the people
0: who are on this pottery show, you know, I Google them just out of curiosity. Who are Mm -hmm. they? Who are they online? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so if you've got your website out there, that's a great way for people to find you.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then worst case scenario is that they do stuff to my house that I don't like, but whatever, you, you know, it's not like it's that fabulous out there. Anyway, um, it's fabulous, but you know, it's not like it's a fully functional, a I'm happy with space. Mrs. I'm saying right we've for the both of us yeah yeah great content um <laughs> and but the so worst case scenarios they do stuff that I don't like fine it takes me time and money to, to undo it or I live with it and I don't love it uh but I'm not kidding and I will tell you off air more about why I'm just slightly concerned about um reputation and I have already said to Joe. I mean not to them, but like that is the other thing I think they would be very interested. They asked me to send pictures originally, like send us pictures of your your <laughs> they called him my sexy pilot and I went, "Okay." Um you know, pictures <laughs> of us together and stuff. And it's like he doesn't need to be brought into any of that. We can refer to him, but he I I mean I you know, like that's another thing. You don't need to have your image put out there that might I I'm mm, anyway, we'll talk about it off air, but I they came over this past week and measured and stuff and I just have and I Filled out the background check. I don't know. I have funny mixed feelings about it. Well, we I think see. it sounds
0: fun. I can't wait to hear more about it. And I, mm. every time I watch the television shows, I always want to know what's going on behind the scenes, right? You could be, mm-hmm. my, you could be my view into what, what goes on in the background, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated. Well, I, I know. I hope you get I know.
1: It. I mean, and I do kind of know how it works because I've been on set and stuff like that before. But yeah, I know. I mean, it'd probably be a very interesting process, but it might be a pain anyway. Just funny. That's funny. But I would rather be on the Pottery Show to tell you the truth. <laughs> well, it's so it be a stepping stone. Yeah, exactly. Then the Brits will find me, and I'll be discovered. Oh, I can't wait. Well, we'll have a <laughs> we'll have a brief um, wrap up after we turn off the recording machine. Before and you I'll know it, Mrs. You. <laughs> home, you'll be soup dad. <laughs> That's my fear, is that I don't want to get canceled because of something I say, and I don't want it to affect my applying for real jobs or whatever it is. My mother reached out very sweetly recently and said, like in a text, do you think that you're not getting jobs because when they look you up, they find dirty jokes? And I said, no, I really don't think they're findable online right now. All of my parenting stuff is fine. That's on brand. I'm applying for training jobs. I'm an educator like lululemon i just need to go work at lululemon they need educators um but uh no i've taken it all down and i have had other people on their computers do searches of me and the only in fact the only thing that at a certain point when we were doing a search on a different computer the only thing i thought was questionable is you could find half my age the podcast and i say a lot (laughs) of things on here but who on god's green earth is going to listen to 90 episodes of me Being insane, nobody is going to go that deep into the archive. But anyway, it was very sweet of my mother to be concerned, and I said, "No, mom, I'm aware of how that works." And I have had to at my job at the university. I part of my job was often to vet that was just to go look at socials when we had research assistants applying and stuff like that. So I feel pretty savvy about it. That's not a challenge to our listeners, but if they find (laughs) something unsavory about me on the intro webs, they should probably let me know, and I'll take it down. All right. Well, good talking to you, Andrew. We should do it a little more often because I miss you.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, I had our half a, oh, it's weekly, so we should strive for weekly. We
1: should. We should strive for weekly. Also, your updated gift that was wrong has they they have resent. So I, I also have a gift for you. I had half a mind to come down today and surprise you because I also have a vegetarian quiche because I made too much pie crust. Oh man! So we made so many quiches and chicken pot pies, and I almost was just going to show up on your doorstep with a vegetarian quiche, which I think is really going to be good, and the gift and my microphone to record there but I ran out of time because I <laughs> she because you woke I, up because <laughs> mm-hmm, I'm relaxing so much it <laughs> <laughs> was good talking to you, Mrs. Philholm Ah, you too, bye Andrew bye Mrs. Philholm <laughs>